At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Brian Alvarez, and this is today's edition of the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8-Side Network. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday 3 Pacific 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings with Jim Valley at 10 Pacific 1 Eastern, and it is Tuesday here on this show. And you know what that means? We've got a lot to talk about here today. A very busy week, because a lot's changing, both in pro wrestling and on this site, as... Tonight, the final retro Raw from the 90s on the Brian and Vinny and Granny and Craig and Sean show. Tonight, we're going to be reviewing part two of the King of the Ring 1994. And after that, it's done. Next week, we move on to 21 years ago in NWA TNA. As a result, tonight on the Brian and Vinny show, it is going to be a 90s party. We're celebrating the end of the 90s. We're going to party like it's 1999, and then we are going to move on to, well, 2002. So that's tonight. Also, of course, that means this Sunday we will no longer be reviewing Rampage. We will be reviewing Collision, which kicks off on Saturday night, and we got a lot of news on Collision on the show here today. So we're going to tell you about that. Last night, obviously, was Monday Night Raw. We've got the Raw Report, the world-famous Raw Report, actually. And uh, we've also got the lineup for everybody's favorite show, tonight's NXT. So that and Kofi Kingston and, incredibly, another wrestler from NXT is going to be working for Booker T's Reality of Wrestling. I don't know if you remember this story. Well, I sure do. We'll tell you about that and plenty more. If you'd like to text us here today, 425-780-7566 is the phone number. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter, and more. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. we got a lot of news to get into here today. But first off, a plug. 
Observing Live, Wrestling Observer Live podcast with Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez. August 27th, 10 a.m. to noon, British Standard Time, because Dave and I are, in fact, going to the U.K. We're going to this Wembley show, and we are going to be doing a Q&A, and tickets are on sale, kind of, now. There is a mailing list presale which began at 6 p.m. U.K. time today. And tickets go on sale to the general public 6 p.m. U.K. time on Wednesday, July 14th. The podcast will take place at Clubhouse 5, WC2H7BG. And I'm a stupid American, so I don't know what any of that means. But it will be just hours before All In. Dave and I will be there for a Q&A and a meet and greet. And uh, tickets on sale. General admission is uh, 55 pounds. And the seven-star VIP admission is 75 pounds. That includes priority seating, professional digital photo, autographs with Brian and Dave. And I know some people have said, man, that's expensive. Well, we have to go to the U.K., and that is also very expensive. So and, you're going to be paying for it, folks. Well, Make I mean, your question's good. No, here's the reality. Like, yeah, that probably is a lot of money, but you know what? We're not going to lose money. Like, it's Wait, just not going to work. It? If we're going to lose money, I'm not going. Ticket? How much was the cheapest ticket? I don't know, dude, but it what was... What did you say there's 70... How much? 75 for the... Uh, it's 55 pounds is the the cheapest ticket. Okay, that's 69.29 uh, American right now. Yeah, and I'm afraid that, uh, you know, the, the flights to and from the UK and lodging and everything like that, uh, we could not get that for 55 pounds. It was a little more expensive than that, but I know... I know Wait a uh, second, you're not paying for that, are you? Uh, well, no, because we're selling tickets. If we weren't, I would be paying for that. I thought you had a sponsor. I thought maybe, you know, somebody was picking that up for you guys traveling first class over there. I wouldn't move out first of First class? Yeah. You're a star, right? Listen, it's, it's a business, everybody. And, uh, you know, if it's, if it's not, if it doesn't make financial sense, it's not going to happen. Now, I would love to go to Wembley and go to the AEW show, which we're going to do. But uh, I can't lose my ass doing it. That's just the fact. I got kids, as Heath Slater used to say. I got kids. So anyway, uh, the pre-sales today, the actual sale is tomorrow. And uh, tickets are limited because there's only so many seats in this particular building. Uh, so anyway, get it while you can. Uh, we have never gone over there for a Q&A. And who knows when we will be back, if ever. Hey, I haven't gone to the U.K. since... Uh, it was the my senior year in high school, I think. I went there for a uh, for a school trip, and actually, you know, I've told this story before. I don't remember this, but Vinny does. Vinny and I climbed the Eiffel Tower together because we weren't actually friends in high school because I was a senior and he was a junior, and who who hangs out with the juniors? So anyway, I didn't really know him, but apparently we went up the Eiffel Tower together, and then a few years later. He met me at the uh, at the local YMCA after I'd been wrestling, and he wanted to get into wrestling, and then I agreed to uh, to help him with that. So that's actually how we really met. But we did go to the UK together when I was a a senior in high school, 
And uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not. My birthday was yesterday. I'm 48. That means that I have not, uh, I have not been to the UK in 30 years. And so there's a decent chance that I may not return to the UK for 30 years. So, you know, if you don't want to pay the 55 pounds, that's fine. I'm not mad at you. But uh, if you want to, this will be your chance. And then who knows if you'll ever get a chance to do it again. How's that for a plug? Well, I'm anyway, not going to pay for it because, you know, they're not showing it in this country. It's going to be fun. You know what it's going to be? Fun. So, no, I will not bring the Texarkana television title <laughs> because that would involve me bringing more. It's like carrying that And, thing. Uh, yeah, I, I've been doing a fair amount of traveling lately. You know what the secret of traveling is? What's bring that? nothing. Hey. Yeah. You're just going to, like, do it old school style, too, like you did back in 94, 94. Three, whenever it was that you graduated, and just take a bunch of T-shirts and roll them all up in a ball, stick them at the bottom of the backpack, and there you go. That's, That's basically what I do. I, I try not to ever have to check any luggage. <laughs> Nothing, never, never do things go right when you check luggage. It That's only true. goes wrong. Yeah. And so, anyway, grab your tickets now. The website. Get ready for this. WoLiveLondon.com. That being W-O Live London. As in Wrestling Observer, WOLiveLondon.com. And all of the information is up there. It is in association with Wrestle Tours and Progress Wrestling. And we are going to be going to a lot of shows that weekend. It's going to just basically fly to the UK, go to a bunch of shows, do a Q&A, go to another show, and go home. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And if it goes well, maybe we can have a W.O.L. live in London. Hey, you never know, dude. You never know. You never know. Might need to get my paperwork in order. All right, we got news. Not all good. A.W. has fired B.J. Whitmer after his early June arrest on domestic violence charges. Fightful reported Monday the 45-year-old was arrested Sunday, June 4th. By the Boone County Sheriff's Department, charges of first-degree strangulation, second-degree burglary. Shortly after the report, A.W. released the following statement to the media. B.J. Whitmer has been terminated following his arrest on domestic violence charges. While talent and staff are ultimately responsible for their own personal actions, this behavior is intolerable within A.W. A.W. has reached out to offer support to those impacted by his behavior. He was released from custody Monday. Bond of $25,000 was set, Whitmer bound to a grand jury. For a further definition in Kentucky, quote, the prosecutor must prove to the judge that there is enough evidence to show that a crime has been committed. This involves pre presenting a minimal amount of evidence, which will justify further proceedings. If the prosecutor establishes sufficient evidence, the case will be bound to the grand jury. And this is. Whitmer's a former Ring of Honor Tag Team Champion, been with AW in a producing role since 2019 so i don't have any other details talked to people yesterday actually asked some people yesterday and they hadn't even heard about it yet so uh yeah not a good story at all to kick off the show today golf collision coming up on saturday and i'm going to talk about this after the break because there's been a lot of talk including finally by tony khan about the idea of who is going to be on what show and what is going on. And we're going to know more once Collision kicks off and 
Maybe there will be some mentions of things on Dynamite. But I've I've talked to people, and i got a lot to say about that, so that'll be after the break. Very quickly, tonight is NXT, everybody's favorite program. We've got Braun Breaker. He is going to do a promo talking more about wanting Seth Rollins to come to NXT to defend the, the world title. Thea Hale will face Cora Jade. We've got Mustafa Ali, Wesley, and Tyler Bate against Joe Gacy and the Dyad. I guess, remember Joe Gacy was going to take some time off to think about things? I guess he's thought about it. Baron Corbin versus Ilya Dragunov. Noam Dar, or as Granny refers to him, Norm Dor, is going to be facing Nathan Frazier. Edris Inofe versus Malik Blade, and Roxanne Perez versus Tatum Pashley. Uh, speaking of Granny, tonight on the Brian and Vinny and Granny and Craig and Sean and everybody else show, there is a Brian's Birthday Song Contest. MP3, 60 seconds or less. Put song contest in the subject line. And I know you're laughing, Mike, but I did not come up with this idea. This was Tim Page's idea. And not only... Is it Tim Page's idea, but he is going to pay $100 to the winner of this contest. I'm shocked. So I'm giving you guys some time to come up with uh, some songs. Not a lot of time, but you still have time. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, MP3, 60 seconds or less. Song contest in the subject line. Enter now, everybody. And have fun on our 90s party tonight. Back in a moment, Observer Live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Simpervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. You know, I'm going to preface what I'm about to say by pointing out how often I'm right. Okay? I don't like to do that. No. I'm no, not that no. kind of guy. No, no. But, you know, it wasn't that long ago that there were all of these stories about AEW's new television deal. And... You know, all sort of rumors about a, a billion dollars or this, that, and the other and everything like that. And, uh, and what, what did I say? I said, you know, you know what I think this is? I think this is a deal for collision. 
and not anything involving streaming, HBO Max. Did I not say this? And I know I said this. I know I said this because I had all these people that were messaging me one weekend when I was camping, and they were all angry about what I said. And then, uh, and then what happened? Well, it was just a deal for collision, right? That's what happened. So I was right. What do you want okay. a gold star for not? Well, no, I just want I just want to bring I want to bring that up. What do you want? You know, I want another one I want to bring up. You remember like uh, a couple of months ago where I said, you know, NXT wrestlers. You might remember this, Mike. NXT wrestlers are going to be doing select indie dates. Do you remember I said this? Mm-hmm. And then Ivy Nile was booked for Booker T's reality of wrestling. Mm. And and what did they say after I said, you know, they're going to be doing select indies, and hey, here's Ivy working Booker T's. Well, they said, no, that's not going to happen. Now, this is a one-time-only thing. It's one-time-only. We just happened. Remember that? And even Booker T did some interview, and he was like, oh, yeah, and all this other stuff. Well, you know. That's about what it sounded like. Do you know who's wrestling for reality of wrestling on July 15th? Booker T's reality of wrestling, incidentally. Well, Trick Williams, another NXT wrestler, is booked for reality of wrestling. I'm sure that this is also a one-time-only thing that will never happen again until the next time it happens. But I just want to point out that, uh, that I was right about that as well. Now, I could go on, but let's get to the point here. Okay? Everybody is talking about collision and dynamite rosters. Everybody wants to believe this, and they want to believe that. Now, I'm going to tell you what I think is going to happen, and I don't care if you believe me or not. If I'm wrong, you can get back to me in a couple of months, but I'm going to tell you what I believe is happening here. He'll be screaming about something else. Okay. Tony Khan did an interview on Barstool Wrestling, and he says... He has not, quote, drawn any hard lines between the shows or locked AEW into a roster split. Certain talent will be featured on certain shows. There's also the opportunity for certain stories to cross between Dynamite and Collision. AEW's champions will be the champions of every show. So, you know, we've heard a lot of words, hard split, soft split, you know, this and that. Who's talked about a lot of that stuff? And I have said from day one, and I will reiterate here, that this, I believe, is what's going to happen with AEW and Collision and Dynamite. This is going to be how it was after Vince left and before he came back in WWE, which means you have a Raw show and you have a SmackDown show. There are talents that are generally featured on one show, and there are talents that are generally featured on another show. But if there is a talent that is hot, if there is a storyline that is hot, if there is a necessity for someone to switch to another show, then they will do that. That is the way it was when Vince was gone. And I am telling you that that is the way it is going to be here. Now, there are exceptions. The Young Bucks and CM Punk are not going to be on the same show. Now, does that mean 100% that you will never see the Bucks on Collision or CM Punk on Dynamite? No, 
but you will not see them on the same show together. The Collision Show is largely going to be considered CM Punk's show. He will be on that show 90% of the time. If he is needed on Dynamite, he will be on Dynamite, but the Young Bucks will not be there that day. Okay? MJF may show up on the Wednesday show. He may show up on the Saturday show, depending on when he is needed or whatever. But for those people that think there is not going to be a split or whatever, I hate to tell you this, but yesterday, not all talent, but some talent were sent the email that this is the show that you are going to be on. Now, if there's no such thing as a brand split, they're not sending out an email telling you that this is the show that you are going to be on. So, to a degree, there is going to be a split. Is it a split that is set in stone? No, of course not. But this is the key to all of this, okay? This is not WWE, where, you know, in the old days, before there was a brand split, you could, uh, if you let's say you're, you're uh, Kurt Angle, you leave your house on Thursday to fly to the city, you work SmackDown on Friday, you work house show on Saturday, you work house show on Sunday, you work Raw on Monday, and you fly home. You're home Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, you fly out, and then you do that loop again, okay? They do not have a loop. They do not have a loop. And so, therefore... If everybody is going to work every show, which is not going to happen, that would require you to fly out Tuesday, do Dynamite Wednesday, and then either fly home Thursday and fly back out Friday so you can do the Saturday show, fly out Sunday, and you get like a day or two at home, and then this, is, this will be a nightmare, okay? So that is why what is likely to happen is certain people, Wednesday is going to be their show, other people, Saturday is going to be their show. Doesn't mean you can't do both. But for ease of travel, having a schedule, knowing what you're going to do, you're going to know whether you're likely going to be Saturday or you're likely going to be Wednesday. Okay? I mean, it's just not feasible to require people to either be on the road from Tuesday night through Sunday morning or to fly home for a day and fly right back out again. It's just not feasible to do that. No one's going to want to do that. Some people are going to have to sometimes if you're a champion. But MJF doesn't need to work both shows every week. MJF can work four straight weeks of, of uh, Wednesday. And then after the pay-per-view cycle or whatever, he can do six, eight straight weeks of, of collision or whatever. And then, you know, go back and forth. But... There is going to be a split. There's going to be talent that are largely always on collision. There's going to be talent that's largely always on dynamite. And here and there, without a draft, you will move to a different show or whatever. But that's the way it's going to be. And if you want to call it a soft brand split, whatever you want to call it. I mean, each show has its separate roster. Whatever you want to call it, that is what's going to happen here. So we'll see who ends up where when. But obviously, things can change. Well, and when they have pay-per-views is going to get in the way of that. ROH house shows are going to get in the way of that when it comes to Claudio and Joe and some other people. Just regular house shows. You know, if you're 
usually working on Wednesdays on Dynamite, but you're scheduled for this Saturday house show. Maybe you don't work that previous week's Wednesday's Dynamite. Instead, you work Friday on Collision, then you go Saturday to wherever the house show is and Sunday, whatever it's going to be. We'll just have to see how it goes. It just seems like the only real brand split is keeping CM Punk and the Young Bucks apart. You know, it's really, at the end of the day, that seems to be what it is because... I can't picture a scenario where champions don't show up on both shows. Then you're putting yourself into a position that WWE is in. just doesn't make any sense. When it comes to your MJFs and people like that, if something happens serious on Dynamite, you have them cut a promo or you have a really good video package that you could show on Collision and vice versa. So, you know, it's obviously we're going to have to see how everything shakes out, but I wouldn't look for too much on that first or second show either i mean it's going to be a process to kind of see how everything plays itself and how you construct the travel and all that sort of stuff so it's probably going to be a work in progress at least through the first month smackdown on friday 2.278 million viewers on fox down 11 percent from the thousand day celebration it was third on all of television, 0.60 in 18-49, trailed a game four of the NBA Finals. SmackDown more than doubled everything else on TV in 18-49. They more than doubled everything else on television in 18-49. Finished third behind the NBA with a 0.44 in 18-34. Also more than doubling the next closest competition. So uh, SmackDown Which remains would be SmackDown. hot at this moment. And uh, Rampage, oops, I accidentally pasted SmackDown twice. Rampage did terrible. I don't remember the number, but it was it, it was literally the lowest audience ever for the show in its normal time slot. There has never been an episode of Rampage at 10 o'clock p.m. on a Friday that did fewer viewers than the show this past Friday. So uh, if you looked at the lineup, Probably not a surprise, but that was the Rampage number there. And uh, also got Kofi Kingston recovering from ankle surgery. He uh, hopefully will be back soon. Underwent surgery in March to remove a bone chip, fix a ligament. He's ahead of schedule. Hopefully he'll be in the ring sooner rather than later. Raw Report coming up after the break. Observer Live. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Back on the show, Bray Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Semper, BB, also WrestlingObserver.com. Apparently, the Twitch homies want the Brian and Vinny show tonight to be available for those Twitch homies. Mm. You know what happens if I do it? They're going to ask for next week, too. We want the first TNA show to be also for Twitch subscribers. So I'll think about it. I'll think about it. All right, show opened up with Rhea Ripley coming down to the ring. So they have uh, they have done what I can't help but notice I said they should do, which is take away the branding of Raw and SmackDown on the women's titles because it's stupid, and every time you do a draft, it's stupid. And so that's what they have done. There are no longer Raw and SmackDown women's champions. On SmackDown, we have the women's WWE champion with a new belt. And on Raw, we now have the Women's World Champion, which has a new belt. Therefore, every year when they do the draft, it doesn't matter where people go. You're just going to have either the World title or the WWE title, much like we now have the WWE Undisputed title, which is funny because it's not, and the WWE World title. So Rhea came out. She's super over. People chanting her name, chanting Mommy. She gets her new belt. And then Dom comes out in immediate hatred for Dom. And out comes Cody. And they show footage of what happened with Cody and Dom last week. And Cody says, you know, I'd love to face Brock at Money in the Bank, but he's a coward. He's not going to show up. So you know what, Dom? How about we wrestle at Money in the Bank? And Dom says, I'm not afraid of anybody. I'd embarrass you like I did last week. But he does not answer the challenge. And so Cody said, listen, it's a yes or no question. Are we going to wrestle or not? And so Rhea jumps in and says he accepts. So it is Cody Rhodes versus Dom. Not producer Dom, mind you, but Dominic Mysterio at Money in the Bank. And I am excited for that match. I am. You know, I don't think that having new belts changes anything when it comes to the branding because the belts look different, so we're still going to have to have that silly, if they wanted to do it, exchange of belts in the middle of the ring. They don't have to exchange the belts. Why not? Why would they have to exchange the belts? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, what brand the world title is on. It doesn't matter what brand the WWE title is on. But in theory, it's stupid to have the Raw Women's Champion spend a year exclusive to SmackDown. That's stupid. So having it a WWE title and a world title, it doesn't matter at all what brand they're on. SmackDown, but did they not want to align the belts so they look like the men's and women's But it doesn't matter. It's look just, like each other? Nah, it's just the world title looks like the old big gold belt, and the WWE title looks like the logo. Uh, does it matter to you? What will no, Vince it doesn't matter at all. Now? doesn't matter. I don't care what, what brand Vince the Winged Eagle is on. It should be on both, but I don't care. Cody versus The Miz. Cody, uh, you know, he did a good match with the guy. Bled. I don't even know how. He just started bleeding all over. And uh, Miz tried the skull-crushing finale. Cody reversed it. Crossroads pinned him. And uh, now we look forward to Cody and Dom. 
Becky came out for a preposterous promo. So we got Money in the Bank coming up. So how do we make Money in the Bank seem important? Well, Becky explains that you fans, she said, I still can't believe I'm, I'm reciting this. You fans have been conditioned to think that the number one person in the company is the champion. But she says, in my opinion, this is straight out of TNA, the number one person in the company is the person with the power. And who has more power than the person with the Money in the Bank briefcase? And I thought, well, the person with more power than the person with the Money in the Bank briefcase is, in fact, the champion, actually. So she said the briefcase holder had the power to make the champion scared. Trish is scared. But she will be beating Zoe Stark, however, at Night of Champions. Zoe Stark came out. God bless her. You know, national television, live. She was nervous. Was not a very good promo. Then she did an interview claiming, you know, Becky, you got no personality. The only reason you're over is because somebody broke your face. Everyone's giving her the what treatment. And she says, at Money in the Bank, I'm going to break your face again and make you famous. And this led to Becky versus Chelsea, which uh, I don't know what this means, but the match itself was seven minutes long. But we only saw three minutes of it on television because they immediately went to commercial. And they came back solely for the comeback and the finish, which, of course, was Becky submitting her with the disarmer. We've got a beginning of a long-term storyline here with the Judgment Day. And the story is that Damian Priest is going to be splitting and going babyface at some point. And they're planting seeds every single day. Priest is all excited about money in the bank, but Finn is morose and he glares at priest as he leaves we had priest versus riddle in a money in the bank qualifier 15 minutes really good match these guys were great and back and forth riddle missed the floating bro priest grabs him razor's edge pins him clean in the middle to qualify for money in the bank and then imperium came out afterwards and priest says go pick the bones and so they attack and destroy Riddle to get revenge on Riddle, taking out Baldy, as they call him, last week with the ankle lock. And uh, and he was not on the show this week, but I believe that it is a worked injury. I don't think he's actually hurt. That's the impression I've been given. Cody did a promo, asked about the Dom match. And, uh, you know, he's still on the finish of the story story. And so no matter what happens... He will not be held back. He will not be kept down. He will finish his story. Nothing is going to knock him off his path. We had an Imperium segment with Sammy and Kevin where apparently I wasn't even aware of this, but all that work building up Imperium week after week after week after week after week, they finally announced the match. This was supposed to be non-title. And so Imperium's like, well, put the titles on the line, bro. So Kevin's like, sure, we'll put them on the line. He says, let's go do this. And then he notes, I can't wrestle in this T-shirt and shorts. I got to go change into a different T-shirt and shorts. Much like Buddy Wayne once showed up in the building for a street fight and took off his jeans to put on a different pair of jeans. That's weird. Sorry. It's a street fight, brother. 
Ricochet faced Bronson Reed. And Shinsuke came out to watch. Three guesses. This was just weird. So Bronson catches Ricochet on a dive. And he throws him into Shinsuke Nakamura at ringside. Bronson then throws the dude into the ring. And he goes up top for the tsunami. And Nakamura attacks him for the DQ. And this finish was so lame that the fans booed the babyface for kicking the heel leading to a DQ. So Ricochet and Nakamura yelled at each other. Bronson jumped Nakamura from behind. Nakamura and Ricochet were like so close together arguing that when, when uh, Nakamura got jumped, they, they shoot headbutted each other. They were dead. But they got up. They gave the double superplex to Bronson. And uh crowd shirted like that to the he point they said something I can't say here oh. on the air. Sammy met with Kevin. He said, dude, what's up lately? You're always blowing up. Why are you a 10 every day? To which Kevin replied, I'm a 6! This, this Kevin character is great. <laughs> this is like the best Kevin Owens I think there's actually ever been. He's, he's always, always great, agitated. Yes, this new amped up kevin at all times where sammy's trying to be the calm voice of reason is fantastic and ricochet wanted a match with bronson next week but pierce said actually he's already got a match with ricochet and uh ricochet is angry or no ricochet wants a match with bronson pierce says he's already got a match with nakamura ricochet's met at nakamura for interfering and then nakamura says listen I will succeed where you failed. And when I'm done, you can, you can you know, pick the bones, which is their new deal. Then we had this freaking segment with Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. Mm. You know what I had a guy tell me the other day? He What's goes, that? how come you hate the fans singing Seth's song, but you don't have a problem with this them singing Chris Jericho's song? Oh, I do. And it's like, well, Chris Jericho's song is great. No, this ain't not. even a song. Will you stop? It's just, oh, whatever. And they just won't shut up about it. At least it. Seth is a baby fan. And you know what? You know what, everybody? Mark What's my that? words. Mark my words. Mm -hmm. This singing Seth song is going to be the new what? That's what it's going to be. The new what? Where these people are going to come out and they're going to try and do promos with Seth. And the people are just going to sing and sing and sing and sing and sing. And you're never going to get to the point, and it's going to drag on forever. Have they done this yet, Brian? They did because last I really, night. I want to thank you so much for putting that in everybody's heads as a well, thing that they can continue to do to be annoying. That's what's going to happen. You know what happened here? Here was the whole point of the promo, okay? Finn is mad that seven years ago they were doing a match. He was supposed to start his run as a universal champion, but Seth legitimately injured him with a buckle bomb into the thing. He tore every muscle in his upper body. Finn missed a year of his career, and he was never the same again. Mania. And now he's mad, and he wants to do the same thing to Seth. And Seth's response, oddly, is, well, I hope the, the tough guy shows up and not this wimp. Because I guess he wants a challenge or whatever. And uh, how long did it take me to say that? Like, uh, you know, 30 seconds at most? Well, this thing went on and on and on. And on, and on, mm. and on, and on, and on, and on, to the point where the next two matches, Raquel and Shayna and Chad Gable and Eric, whether you wanted to see them or not, the fact of the matter is they both got their time drastically cut because the interview segment went on forever.
So I'm sure that Raquel and Shayna and Chad and Eric and Ivar and and uh, Super Porky and Maxine, I'm sure they're all thrilled with the fans just singing this song nonstop as they prepare all afternoon for a match and are told, sorry, you got to cut it down to two minutes because we're, we're just running out of time. My God, though, did they really need both of those segments? The most important person out of anybody in that mix is Raquel Rodriguez at this point in the game, and then you cut her match short. You could have done the wackiness with Chad and Maxine and all them next week or at another time. Well, Shayna rolled up Raquel. Stupid finish. So stupid. Incredibly stupid. Ronda gets on the apron in front of the referee. Raquel begins fighting her on the apron in front of the referee this allows Shayna to roll her up and then ronda pushes on the buttocks of Shayna for leverage to to pin her i'm like dude god help me i you know referees never had to be ivy league mensa members you know in pro wrestling but at this point in the game every single promotion aew wwe new japan you know the major promotions just treat them like trash they're garbage and they get in the way it's just ridiculous then we had chad gable and eric maxine is now in a wrestling singlet and she gave a power slam on the floor to valhalla which distracted Eric. Chad rolled him up and pinned him. Again, two minutes, time cut, because of all the fans singing. Finn was giving JD a pep talk, so they're moving in that direction. JD is going to join. Actually, what will probably happen long-term is JD is going to replace Priest, would be my guess. And Priest showed up, and essentially, Finn's like, you know, if I win this title at Money in the Bank and you win the briefcase, you're like, you're not going to cash on in on me, right? And Priest is like, can't believe you even ask. Of course not. But he says, you know, from now on, you need to keep your word to me. Which I don't know what he's talking about, but I'm sure something happened somewhere. So uh, off they go to Money in the Bank. Seth did a promo. Thankfully backstage, no one sang. And then the main event was great. Kevin and Sammy beat Imperium when Sammy hit the Blue Thunder Bomb for the pin on... Uh, What's his face? Not Gunther. Not Gunther. <laughs> Kaiser. Kaiser. But yeah, this match was great. Everybody was great. Hard chops, great wrestling, big near falls, excellent main event. And that's Raw. Back in a moment, because we're live. Ben, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I can't believe I'm arguing in the chat about whether or not WWE is hot. Like... It's hot. It's as hot as it has been in, like, two decades. They're selling more tickets than they've sold in forever. They're making more money in merchandise than they've made in forever. They're up year over year, which they haven't been in forever. I mean, literally, you got to go back to the 90s for them to be up year over year. To the 90s! And by the way, you know, this is not just, you know, they were stagnant, stagnant, stagnant. Now they're up a little bit. They were declining dramatically year over year. Don't you remember like a couple of years ago we were talking about how, do you realize in 18 to 49 they're down 55% in three years? Do you know what kind of a, a collapse that is? They have gone from that to being up in everything. They're up in ticket sales. They're up in ratings. They're up in viewership of their shows. They're up in, what else is there? They're up in merchandise. Like everything is up. And we're arguing that it's not hot right now? Well, 
I think some people are maybe, you know, conflating hot and good product, good creative product, and it goes. Into yeah, that if you thing don't like, like it, that's fine. Like if you don't, uh, yeah. if you don't subjectively like it, that's fine. But objectively, they are as hot as they have been in decades. Right now, right in time, by the way, to renegotiate their television deal, which is impeccable timing. Impeccable timing. Anyway, back later on tonight for the 90s party. And fine, it'll be available on Twitch for the Twitch subscribers as well. Are you so wearing your Sign flannel? up today on Amazon Prime. He's wearing flannel. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live. You have been listening to the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8Side Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.